nudity, parental discretion advised, uh, domestic violence, and uh, some cussing. Don't try this at home. So, were you ever shot? no good and it changed me and then six months later I shot again and that was that was that was where I felt and started understanding that there was a God because and how many times you shot that time 10 how many times is it gonna take guy was shot five times I would have found God the first five uh, it's, it's, it's mind-blowing hey, welcome back to the podcast I'm Keith I'm your host what's up you guys this is Vince how this you guys doing out there the G to G podcast episode four God is good. God is good. Episode four. This one we're calling it. Uh, what are we calling this one, Vince? Oh man, this is the price you pay. Yeah, there's a toll. There's a price you pay when you live this lifestyle. Absolutely, absolutely. Something's going to happen to you. You're not going to come out of living this lifestyle unscathed. Yeah. You know, you're going to be maimed, shot. I mean, this guy we just that was just Pastor Kago, right? He's a pastor now. He was shot five times. Six months later. He was shot again 10 times. Yeah. Before we get into it, I want to thank everybody for, for your support, for listening. Uh, we've had overwhelming support, and we're going to get into that in a little while. I uh, want to encourage you to to hit the subscribe button and uh, and to let your friends know about the podcast. We're available on iTunes. We're on, on, we're on Google Play. We're on Stitcher. We're on TuneIn. We're on Spotify. And we're on Spreaker right now. So we got picked up a lot of activity over the last couple of weeks. And I'm very happy uh, about being able to bring it to you in a format where you can hear it and not have to worry about notifications by email. So if you are a user of any of those services, please find the podcast, tell your friends about it, like it on that podcast, subscribe to it on that service. And as the list increases, we'll let you know. If there's any service that you want us to use, it'll make it easier for you to hear. Let us know in the comments where you're, wherever you're listening, and I'll get to them, and we'll try to get those joined up as well. Or get signed up for those as well. All right, Vince. Uh, let's get right into this now. What were you saying about the podcast? What were you saying about this episode? Oh, this episode is, is, is just something else. The price you pay. That's what we're calling it. The price you pay. This next guy, uh, Willie Jap. This guy. Listen to this story. So, so what made you put Job on there? Because uh, my life got real hard. You know, the storm hit me, man. You know. And I lost everything I had. I lost my, my girlfriend, all the material things, all my friends, you know. The guy killed, went to prison. You know, they went out on drugs, things in this nature. And uh, like I say, every, I become out in the wilderness. I found myself in the wilderness, man. And uh. I sold everything and got rid of everything but that motorcycle over there. This pain I have, it keep me God conscious. It keep me God conscious. And fathers my walk in the streets. I don't mess with anyone. I don't mess with anyone, but, and I stay to myself because I'm not to be played with, you know. I don't play. If I do whatever I do, I'm gonna get life in prison. Even if I do it or you do it. So I don't want to do life in prison. So I stay away from people because 
try to do something to me to hurt me, you know, the body just defends itself, you know. I'ma just keep it real in that nature too. That's just how bad my past is, you know. My past is just that bad, you know, that uh, I can go around the corner, somebody might just want to jump on me, you know, and I end up defending myself, and I'm stuck with life in prison, you know, but you know, like they say, we make the beds that we sleep in. And sometimes it's worse than prison, the bed you sleep in. Like the first guy, Pastor Cagle. Oh, man, he was shot 15 times. That's insane. 15 times. Within six months. <sighs> Five times, and then six months later, shot 10 times again. Or oh, this next guy we, we got coming up. Oh, this next guy, man, the, this guy paid to me, the, now I'm not going to say the ultimate price, but uh, when he, we talk about the, the price you pay, this guy coming up next, this is Calico. Yeah, he's in a he's in a wheelchair. A wheelchair. So how long has he been in a wheelchair? He at, at nineteen, and he's in his fifties now. That's just, uh, there's always there, there's always a price to pay. I've, I've been shot nine times, twice in one night. Okay, and, and I'm gonna say this: what 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 type of dude would get shot twice in one night? <laughs> that ain't no that ain't no really smart dude when you out here gang banging. Calling yourself gang banging, you know what I'm saying? I left the scene and came back. You know what I'm saying? But it's the reason I'm still here, though. And, 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 and so the story, be, the story be told is like, you know, you don't want to go the route I went. Because nine times out of ten, you ain't going to live. These days, they got bigger guns, and they ain't playing. They wasn't playing back then, but it's like, it's a, it's a, more, a youngster won't... These days, a youngster won't even think before he shoots you. You know what I'm saying? Because bullets come through flesh and go, fsh, fsh, fsh. And the smell of flesh burning is a terrible thing to smell. I mean, I was out selling dope. And what happened was a big-time dope dealer's brother had got killed from Watts. And they didn't know who did it. So what they did was, uh, it was from Grape Street. So what they did was, they just sent, out, sent rider missions out. You know, a rider mission is a cat that specializes in a drive-by. So they shot rider missions out all to the blood hoods in L.A. And I just so happened to be out selling dope, man, and the car rolled up. And it was a dude, I thought it was somebody that wanted to buy some dope from me, but it was a dude laying in the back of the cab with a 12-gauge shotgun. So I ran up to the truck, and um, he just jumped out the back and just started dumping on me. And, um, you know, when I noticed it, I turned around and ran, because I lived right up the stairs. I was sitting right in front of the place where I lived. And, uh... Got sprayed up with the gauge and fell at the top of the stairs. When I hit the ground, hit the, hit the, hit the ground, uh, I thought I was paralyzed because I couldn't move my legs, but I ended up moving my legs and uh, couldn't walk for like three weeks. You know, now that I think about it and I look back in retrospect, you know, my head should have been took off, but it was just the grace of God. The very next day, the same truck that came through there killed a dude that I knew on the next street over. You know, so man, and nah, nobody never came to see me or nothing. It was just like, you know, yeah, this, this, this always happens in the hood. Somebody always getting shot. Somebody always getting killed. You know, that's normal. That's normal when you in that lifestyle. That's, that's, that's the reward. That's what you get. That's the reward. That's what you get. Oh, that's the price you pay. Yeah, I, I think this is a good time for us to take a break because uh, after the break, we're going to come back and talk about... Uh, oh, the next guy coming up is something else, man. This guy's yeah. story is just truly, truly amazing. The next guy coming up is uh, Crippin' Ron Compton. Two, two C's. We'll be back. Uh, 
Hi, everybody. I thought it'd give us a chance to absorb what we've gone through. The content's going to be a little heavy this weekend, next week, so I'm not going to have any kind of advertising. I just want to give you a chance to think about what's been said in the first half and give you an opportunity to click the subscribe button. It's very important that uh, we be able to follow you, uh, not follow you, you be able to follow us and we're able to get the content to you on time, timely manner. We're on iTunes, we're on Google Play, we're on Stitcher, we're on TuneIn. So uh, find us out there on your on your favorite app. We are the G2G Podcast. You can search us on any app and uh, and if we're not there, let us know and we'll get, we'll get on there for you. I'm going to get right back to the content here. I want to uh, thank you again for all of your support. And remember, this podcast is all about forgiveness. Don't judge these people. Before you do that, think about the the, the courage it takes to speak out and to share these kind of ter- ter- uh, horrific stories with uh, with you. So keep that in mind. Um, hope you enjoyed the second half of this podcast. Like I said, it's uh, a little bit heavy and a little bit dark. It gets a little bit better at the end of episode six. We'll be right back. I got I got a bullet lodged in my arm right here right now, and I got a bullet lodged in my back and my spine, and I've been shot in the head. I got a plate in my head. I lost his eye. I cannot read and write. My brother got shot right here. You know when you got shot in the head, what happened? Take us back to the incident with, with you and your brother. How, how did uh, when my brother got shot in the house? It was over cocaine. A guy got briefcase for the cocaine, got stolen. But he know me. So like I'm a man, no game member. So me and my brothers in the house. My brother was like, I'm right here, and I was sitting right here. But I had a baby in my hand. So a dude walked in. He put a gun on my brother. So I told my brother, I said, man, get up. This dude got a gun. So my brother turned around, and looked at it. He said, man, forget this dude. So my homie was shot him, shot him right here. He fell to the ground. And then I looked at the dude and I took the baby, threw the baby at him, boom. And then he started fighting. So I broke, broke loose from him and I ran through the house. And the people in the house was in their rooms. So all of them come out their room, oh, Tom Tom dead. And I look, I said, oh man, this is a setup. So I ran to another room and I ran to the closet. And I started putting clothes over me, on my body. Then when he came to the closet, he shot three times. The third bullet hit me in the head. And I heard stars and bells. Then I heard somebody saying, well, Tom Tom is dead. Tom Tom dead. So I ran in there with my brother. And on the floor, I grabbed his hand and said, big brother, don't let me die. And that's the last minute I knew I passed out. So when we got to the Migas Hospital, uh, they, they worked on my brother first. So the doctors told my mother and my homeboys are all at the hospital, the whole neighborhood. They told him, don't tell me my brother's dead because he can jump into a coma. And my brother's girlfriend came in there and I asked him where my brother at. And she said, she started crying. She said, Tom, Tom is dead. And I just, I just went in. I stayed there for a coma like almost six months. And then I, I went home. And then all the homeboys came to the house. And then I put a pistol back in my hand because I wanted revenge. I wanted revenge for my brother, but I was too weak. I ride around the car with the homeboys, but I was too weak. So the homeboys seen me, because when I had the gun, I was, my hand was like shaking and I dropped the gun. They said, oh, we're gonna take you back home, homie. 
when you get a little well, we'll find the dude. So they never found him. The dude left out of state. After 21 years later, they found him. The police pulled him over at uh, out of state somewhere, and they fingerprinted him. And they found him. They brought him, shipped him back to Compton. And I testified against him. So now he's in the penitentiary with life. I wanted to kill him when I was when I see him in the court. Wow, man, the power, the power of the devil, you know? I know what you mean. I want to be clear about something about the devil, because I do I think the devil's real, but I think the devil is more than just the devil. The devil is representative in every society, in every culture. They call it the right. jinn. It's the evil spirit that takes over your, your sensibilities, your common sense, your judgment, that makes you do, do dumb shit. It's that evil energy. It's that, that evil energy, and it's real. It's palpable. You can feel it when it enters the room. You can feel oh, when man. an evil person enters the room. Oh, absolutely. If you don't think it's real, listen to Bone. Man, I'm gonna tell you something, man. When I was fully, fully banging, I would tell niggas, man, homie, don't trip. Don't even look for him, homie. You know why? Because the devil gonna put his right in there. He gonna, he, he gonna make it, he gonna run his right into him. I wouldn't even, I knew how he worked. Seriously, and I would tell this, I ain't gonna look for dude. I'm just gonna have my cannon on me, and the devil gonna put us together, and he would do it every time. He controls all of this, man. He controls all of this. Here we are at the motherland of the banging on our last leg. You know, we dinosaurs, you know. It's getting watered down. The police is doing their job. They getting us. We losing. They locking brothers up. You banging, they locking you up. They gonna lock your ass up. You bust your gun one time, they catch you, it's done. It used to be, I could bust my gun one or two times, get caught, tempted murder, drop down to a manslaughter, drop down to, you know, just to find a, a firearm in public. No, not anymore. You bust your gun, don't have to kill nobody. They gonna give you 15 to life. And I see kids bust their gun one time, shot three times, getting life, didn't hit nothing. You know what I mean? Because the rules are set up different now. Because they changed these rules for us. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I tell kids, man, you better be sure that this is what you want to do. And if you want to do this, really, it's suicide. You know what I mean? Banging is not a lifestyle, it's a death style. We talked about that in the film I did, Bastard of the Party. And that's such a profound statement that Lil Monster made for Major Ray. It's not a lifestyle, it's a death style. Because guaranteed you're going to jail. Guaranteed, man. Or you're going to get maimed. That's it. You're going to jail, and if you do survive it, you're going to be walking around here limping, wheelchaired, or something. You're going to get yours. You know what I mean? That's the price you're going to pay. Yeah, you don't come out of this li that lifestyle unscathed. Oh, no, something. You're going to wheelchair. Uh, family members are going to be hurting. Uh, or dead. You know, there's always revenge. There's retaliation. Next week, we're going to get into some of the personal price that uh, prices that these uh, individuals are paid, and we're going to look into prison. Gladiator School. Gladiator School. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. I want to remind everybody that we're available on Google, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, and Spreaker. So please subscribe. Let your friends know. Let your family know. Hit the subscribe button. Uh, tell your friends. Tell your family because this podcast is all about forgiveness. We'll see you next week. <laughs>